0: going on ladies and gentlemen welcome to episode Michael Jordan of the culture (laughs) to Christ podcast episode two three thank you guys for joining us today we are your hosts Alex and Aaron if you guys have been listening to us for so long please like the video on YouTube subscribe to us on our YouTube channel Apple podcasts leave a review to help others like you listening to our podcast who also enjoy our content Aaron how are you doing bro
1: good man how was the christmas
0: it was it was chill it was different of course it was more homey more intimate you know people are kind of staying away from their family whether they believe like they want to keep them safe or the government rules it was just more you know chill more just simple i slept a lot to be honest to on the for the break so i took the opportunity just to rest and just honestly reflect a lot exactly. so it's uh yeah it's it's time just to sit down reflect and get ready how was yours
1: it was good. Like yours, you know, it's a lot different this year, but, you know, can't complain. You have, uh, you know, your family there. Not everyone gets a chance to be with their families, especially with the travel restrictions. So it was a good time. But uh, my, my buddy who actually he listens to our podcast a lot and he reached out to me uh, the day like on Christmas Day. And he's a he's a tennis instructor in uh, out west in Vancouver. And he told me that, so he was doing lessons out of like a private place that was you know like I guess the owner of that place just lets him uh lets him coach, and he's not so uh you know so stern on the rules of like lockdowns because he understands that he especially te- like instructors. Like other people who you know, like let's say you you own a restaurant or something, you can still do takeout, and you there's still some some stream of revenue. But for instructors, if you don't have if you're not teaching, right? There's there's no money there. And especially
0: at yeah, tennis, you can't do tennis online. You can't exactly. do you can't.
1: Like and that's that's the thing about tennis because all there's so many instructors that they they're used to having a certain amount of lessons each day, whether it's classes or private lessons. That now that the the kids can't be there. There's no lessons to to be done, right? So he told me that uh, he he was he had like a schedule of a, like a, of a, of a, like a couple kids who were
0: committed to him. Yeah, yeah for who a were long still time. doing
1: exactly, and then one of the kids, uh, who he was he was waiting at the court for them, didn't show up. So then he ended up calling uh, the kids' uh, parents, right, saying like, "Hey, uh, are you are you still going to be coming?" And the the parents said that, you know. Uh, we're not gonna be coming anymore because uh, of like the lockdown so we don't feel comfortable. So he was just like, Oh well why why wouldn't you guys give me like a heads up, you know, at yeah. least letting me know because I came here expecting Especially to be times we're in. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And yeah. the, uh, the, the parents were just like, you know, like you should, they tried tried to flip it on on him by saying that, you you know, like we we just not not feel comfortable now. now, they they not not say sorry sorry uh, for that mistake. Right. And then, he ended up having to pay for that hour himself oh. to cover it, you know? And then, uh, and he just told me that story briefly because I saw uh, like, he took a wish me Merry Christmas and everything. I was like, oh, yo, yeah. how's everything going? Mm-hmm. And then he was just like, you know, like, it was just shitty today because. In a time where we need all the money we can get. Oh, absolutely. Like, now he had to come out of pocket and pay for that hour of court time. And, and court time is not cheap. Like, it's still, like, you know, 50 Any to... parent
0: would know. It's like, if you're going to cancel last second, got to pay for the time. Like, yeah. You know, like, my dad does ice instructing. you got to pay the rink. You can't just—like, sports, especially private instructor for tennis, like, that's a special niche. Like, that's—and it should be cost money because it takes, you know, a lot of skill and effort to teach that. And for that to be like flipped, to be like, you know, it's COVID and stuff. And the whole thing, right? We talked about how now every excuse can be COVID. So people now are just getting away with all this stuff saying, oh, no, we're scared COVID. And you should be doing this and all this stuff. It's like, it's everything is against like pri- like private small business owners, right? Yeah. Especially if you're your business. Like you have to travel to go to places. You don't have a, a tennis facility where people are just coming in and out, right? You got to rent out. So
1: And it's crazy because him having access to that private place is, like, a blessing because not, not a lot of people have, are fortunate enough to to know people like that who, like us, who can play at certain private rinks where they're not uh, treating the lockdown the same as a public rink, right? So, you know, the fact that he reached out and told me that story, I was like, you yeah, know, like, it, it pissed me off. And I was like, bro, like, that's crazy.
0: And is he, st- is he still going to be able to keep going coming in into the new year? Is, is that... Is he still able to keep that going, or is it? I'm, some, not, is I'm it, not sure. Like, is yeah, it a business totally that's yeah. is it that's fading? Is like,
1: well, yeah. because like so like members they're not allowed to to play like usual, you know? Because so the way tennis works is you book your your court time and then you play for the allocated time that you booked, right? But now with the restrictions, you're not allowed as many members in the club at once, so. You know, like uh, the owner of that club is bending the rules for certain people. Is he increasing
0: and s- how much it costs as well? To, to, yeah, they have to because wow, court so time he, went up too. So, so he so. put some money down. He exactly. Had to pay. Wow. Yeah. Well, shout out to your boy. Hope everything works out. Like it's.
1: But I, you know, I never thought of that. Like the tennis instructors, you know, of like how are how are how have they been doing during this pandemic? Or any instructors? What if like swimming instructors? You know, there's all these people who are in like those uh those jobs that require you know people to teach.
0: I know and they're not given what they deserve. They're not paid for what they deserve. The hours they work, early mornings, late nights, you know, they answer phone calls like you're That's why it's it's getting very difficult for people to run your own business, to try to build your own thing because the government doesn't think it's valuable, doesn't think it's important and it won't help you out, right? And people now are so more comfortable just to go to something cheap. Like, people, I know personally parents that rather just pay to a facility that's known for their kids to go, like, I taught skating. So, when I taught skating, I worked for the city of Mississauga. And, like, parents are more comfortable just sending their kids to skating for the city of Mississauga than going to actually, like, hockey players to learn, like how to skate, you know. And it's, like, big the big government, big government-owned places always get the money, they always get the funding, but it's these businesses who actually put in the effort, put in the hours, have the self-efficacy to believe in themselves, to actually work hard, they're getting screwed over. So we know that the system is backwards. Um, Even coming into the new year, it's like, okay, you know what? It's time to understand how this system works and how it can try to benefit me. You know, you and I both know that the online world is growing. We have to figure out how can I take my skill? How can I take my gift? and translate that into an online system somehow. Whether that's, you know, so say it's use your friend, for example, if it's tennis lessons, it's, you know, he's making a tennis sample book on how to improve at home, you know, or he's making workouts for tennis specific, right? He's trying to not only, because you have to do both nowadays, right? So you have to be able to provide some value um you know do instagram videos whatever it is because when you when now it's like you have to pay for a facility that lucky you know someone but what if they cancel now they cancel now you're paying out of pocket so it's like your job you're not even making you're making income but it's mostly just revenue it's not actually profit so we have to be getting unfortunately online like technology is increasing amazon made how much money through this pandemic Amazon made over like a billion dollars, Bezos made over a billion dollars, Facebook made money. So like it's show it's going to show that if you're someone that works with your hands, it's different if you're in construction, like everyone needs plumbing, like that stuff is but if you're like more into like sports and you know, if you don't have a government body helping you out, like chiropractors do in physios, you have to get online. You just do. And if you're uncomfortable, it's time to get uncomfortable. <laughs> don't don't be a sheep. Don't be a sheep, be a hawk. Okay had to had to be said <laughs> it had to be done right? it had to be done so that's where i'm seeing a lot of people they're good in with they're good with people in person but the second it's like yo you have to talk on a on a screen talk on a camera right put yourself out there it's like even doing this podcast like i've grown a lot having to put my voice on a, on a audio and listening back being like wow there's some things i got to focus on i'm getting uncomfortable a bit right so you have to be able to transition and get uncomfortable into the online world because you can reach more people that way so say your friend is just doing tennis in Vancouver, it's like, okay, there's people around the world who want to learn tennis or, like, want someone who's specifically good at tennis that can reach you now from different countries if you're online. So say, like, yo, uh, you know, the gyms are all closed, you can't teach tennis, it's like, yo, what can you do, like, handball skills in the house? <laughs> yeah. Something, right?
1: Just adopt. Yeah. You, uh, do you follow Dave Portnoy?
0: I've heard of his name. I don't know that. So is, he's no. the
1: owner of Barstool Sports. Okay. And he started a, a fund. So basically someone uh, called him out, like a famous actor, I think, uh, challenged him uh, by saying, why don't you put up a half a million and I'll put up half a million and we'll start saving some of these restaurants and some of these businesses during the pandemic. Right. Like we'll start a fund for them. And Dave Porter is like, okay. He's like, I'm down. Like, let's, let's do it. And now, like, uh, fast forward to today, they've raised over $9 million. Blessings, and, God. Yeah. yeah. And he's been calling all of, like, restaurants, like – any business that has been affected by the pandemic like in the in the states Mm -hmm. but successful businesses because he doesn't just want he's he's helping like the businesses that have been established that are proven to be successful that might close because he's trying to save those because like that's so unfair right like you guys are doing everything that the government has told you Mm -hmm. and you guys are still uh like not making enough money so they've reached out to them saying that We're gonna be there for you guys for the whole, like, until the pandemic is over. So not just like one month, where it's like if you burn through that money, you're done. That's amazing. Yeah, like they're actually pooling all their resources, like nine million dollars. That's a lot for how much
0: and how fast did they raise that nine million? Was that throughout the Uh, whole?
1: When the past two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Oh my goodness. He should go on his page and he's just been posting all of like the stories. Like he FaceTimes the owners of these businesses and saying, you know, you've been selected to receive wow. this amount of money. And he doesn't, a- he doesn't put a limit on how much he says to the people, you tell us how much you need and show us what you're going to use it for.
0: That's a good lesson right there, man. Like to see how like it's easy about giving and not like giving with like an asterisk on the side. Like, yeah, I want 10% of your your business. No, he's just it's letting like, them, yeah. And that's using, using the, you know, your name, your brand to help others, right? Like. That, is, that goes to show too, right? Like, once you get to a certain place, you rise up, get so big. It's like, yo, how can I. I have all this attention, all this wealth, whatever. How can I find ways that's still respectable? Like like you said, he's not just helping random businesses. It's like ones that were established, but truly just getting fucked over. Yeah.
1: Because he, and he knows that it's impossible for him to save every business. Like he's mm. been getting thousands of requests every day. So he needs to, he has his team that team are going go through, through them. them, right? Yeah. Because it's, it doesn't, it's, I don't think it's as fair for like a brand new business to receive funding before like an established business that is, has a proven track record, has a lot of employees to take care
0: of and like do you know those any guys need the help, do you know right? any of those restaurants like have you been to Yeah, a
1: couple a couple of them like cuz uh, he's based in New York, okay. right? So New York City has been fucked. Like yeah. if you look at ghost town and the rent in New York is like insane, Is right? that cuz of Cuomo? That Cuomo guy is pretty sneaky. Yeah. Well, if you if you look at the US like every it seems like every state is like failing when it comes to getting businesses money and mm-hmm. people money, right? Mm-hmm. Like we see right now, like th- they're still arguing over whether that the stimulus US, check, Is that yeah, the stimulus over check? the two thousand dollars, like they give they, them they, the money, 600 bro. It's either six hundred or two thousand. Like they're still arguing about that right now. Like us here in Canada, we've we already had SERB going for how long?
0: SURB bottles have been being popped <laughs> since the beginning. People have been popping CERB bottles for time in Canada, yeah. <laughs> right? So. I, I I can't believe that like they're it's so it's, and, a, it's and that's so why amazing. You, you know
1: what the restaurants have been saying like with Dave they're like it's crazy how it takes someone like you who owns Barstool to actually because he gets the money to people right away like. 24-hour and, and he's getting uh, actor,
0: window. just one actor, or there's other actors who are also well, getting...
1: It originally started with the actor who challenged him, but now he's... Was this had... a
0: big actor? Was this someone that was uh, widely known? I don't
1: think he was that big, but he was just following Dave. Yeah. So now he... Because ha- Dave, has he knows a lot of like celebrities mm-hmm. and people who have money, so now they've been putting more money into the Good. fund. So they asked Dave, like, now what's your goal for the fund? And he's like, I want Elon Musk because Elon Musk told Dave, he's like, you should run for president. And... You know, they, I guess they started talking a bit. So now Dave said to Elon, like, yo, if you got involved with, like, you're one of the richest guys in, in the US, yeah. right? If you came into this fund, That's we would about. be able to save so many more people, right? Yeah. So many more businesses. So he, he's like basically saying, like, to, to Elon, like, you know, put your money where your mouth is mm-hmm. and, you know, step up. That's
0: a good challenge because, like, these, even Jeff Bezos, this guy's billions of dollars. <laughs> no. He made more, he made
1: billions. That's crazy. You said that you said Jeff Bezos because, I had that on my TV uh, of Dave like, uh, talking about how he wants Elon Musk involved. Mm-hmm. And then my dad goes, what about Bezos? Like, That guy makes more money than anybody right now.
0: And the difference between a millionaire and a billionaire is drastic. And he made billions more this year. Yeah, Dave so is like- worth
1: Dave is worth about a hundred million, but he's put up so much more money than other billionaires. And then, it, but it's it's crazy how it takes guys like Dave to do this, and, st- and while the U.S. government is deciding how much money should we be giving to people and. You know, this guy's this guy's
0: re like bringing back to life dead businesses (laughs) while the government piddle paddles over six hundred (laughs) to two thousand dollars for people to do nothing with it, so they can go buy Christmas gifts, right, or (laughs) go buy Boxing Day sales. And you know that's why it's good to see homegrown like businesses like Barstools in Boston, right? So it's more is New York. York. Is it New York or Boston? He, he, He was born in Boston. He was born in Boston, but it's based out of New York. Okay, but to see like those homegrown like new, younger, millennial businesses that think outside the box, that still care about people, and they're not stuck in their ways. Like they're trying to find new ways to, because they realize when people don't care what you know until you care, right? So you can know a lot of stuff, but until you care, no one gives a shit. So it's good to see that, you know, challenging actors, money's coming up, and it's good because I think people want to, It's like. Jumping on the train, right? You see that it's helping people. You don't need the government. Like we, it's a, it goes to show too. It's like, do you really need the government to make these decisions for us? We have these independent businesses helping people, right? And it's a, it's a part of that that community, like that, that that they build there. So like that's inspiring to hear, because yeah, I didn't know that. And even
1: uh, so Spit and Chicklets, who's under Barstool, like Barstool mm-hmm. owns their podcast. You know, when uh COVID uh first started, they started a a fund for bartenders. You know, because mm. a lot of bartenders got laid off, and they drink and Pink Whitney. They <laughs> exactly. drink Pink Whitney. Yeah. So they started a fund right away for them, and uh, they started a fund for ECHL players because ECHL players, their contracts were terminated. Were they weren't guaranteed, the- right. and they stepped up. So it's like Barstool, like they're they shout out to them because they're uh, they're stepping up big, and they're, time. and they're
0: growing big. Like they're getting they have, they have some of the biggest podcasts.
1: But at least they give back. Like, that's, they're,
0: like they're not just doing it for themselves, right? But and people forget like that's how you actually. To have long-term success and longevity is you're thinking about like adding back into your community, where a lot of pe- like we see the government, and big corporations don't think like that. We have conglomerates who make massive amount of all the money, and they give you jobs. Like they can offer jobs, but they don't actually try to help you. Let me help you grow your own thing. It said, No, come work in my factory. I got more <laughs> more Amazon factories are building, you know, Facebook and Google and all that stuff. They just they, they own all the market, right? And that's what you see it's happening now where they're trying to get even in the States, they're trying to make legislation of stop like they own everything. They own all your data, everything. So it's good to hear that because it's, there's a lot of more um, takers and givers.
1: And I think uh, Bill Gates and Bezos right now, they're more focused on developing vaccines. Rather than saving other business, other people's
0: livelihoods, Dude, they're, right? trying to make, they're trying to make their stock market stocks like, go up. And
1: how much money has been invested into vaccines compared to just saving normal people's business, normal people's businesses that you eat at, that you shop at, that you take for granted every day? Like these are immediate people whose lives that you can change, and everyone's focused on, you know, developing vaccines. Uh, it, like how how are we going to make sure yeah. that we can track everybody who has it?
0: And they gaslight you in the media to make you think that they care about you they, do, they care about their money because a lot of these guys that they've built these billion dollar businesses they came from a place of either extreme privilege like bill gates is privileged growing up you told me how he made his business right he wasn't some supreme genius who came from nothing or they come from a place of lack like they really just want to have something of themselves because they came from nothing, or they don't. They they are they're feeling like there's something's missing, right? So a lot of these guys who they love power. They always wanted power because they never had it. Once they get it, they get so addicted they can't look anywhere else. They can't think of actually helping people. It's whatever comes to, but what's coming to me first, right? How does Amazon get bigger, right? And you see Bill Gates is like once you make all this money, it's like hey okay, money's not a problem. What's the next thing? It's my life and like it's. They skew this whole vaccine thing, how they're trying to make it seem like we're going to give it to the poorest populations first. We're going to give it to these people first. It's, 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 it's sad. It's and, really and sad. And that's
1: why Dave Portnoy, he does pizza reviews every day to help he, him stay
0: grounded and humble. He's the guy who goes – is he the guy who um, – I see him all the time on these videos. He's the one who's eating these – like he goes to the small mom-and-pop shops of pizza places. Yeah. And, like, Italian places. And
1: so he, he puts a spotlight on places that, you know, that are owned, like, s- places that are hidden gems. And he goes to the... Uh, he goes to chains, too. Like, anywhere where he is uh, traveling to or where he currently, like, is based. Like, where... I guess where he's traveling to, but he's based in New York, mm-hmm. but he travels a lot. Mm-hmm. But he'll always do pizza reviews every day, no matter where he is, because he shines light is on places. Is that how he started? Is that how... Is that one of no, the things? So Did he start a trend like that where... Well, when he started Barstool, it was you know, it was a sports media company, mm-hmm. right? Where he focused on you know social media, funny videos, uh, yep. content. Like he had he had so many different avenues of you know of what, like, a fan who doesn't care about, like, the politically correct opinion mm-hmm. towards, like, sports are. Yeah. So, like, you know, all, all of his guys, they swear. They do, like... Behind-the-scenes conversation. Uncensored stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then he marketed that, and then now, like, look, now they have everything. They have mm-hmm. videos. They have podcasts. Everyone knows Barstool now. But... To to this day, like Dave, the guy's worth hundreds of million, like a hundred million dollars, and he sold part of the company for like four hundred and fifty million. But like he doesn't have to do food reviews anymore, pizza reviews, but he still does it every day, multiple places, to keep him grounded. So he's seeing the people that like mm-hmm. are serving him like three dollar pizzas, or you know, yeah. And he's still shining light on them, so people know that when you're in the city, go to this place and support. Spend
0: some money, like spend right. some money on these things. So that's yeah.
1: why I think, like for us too, we got to get out there in Toronto and start going to like some some businesses. Food plate, like, cause yep. it, food places are still open right now, so mm. we gotta get out there and like, you know, start uh, shining light on a lot of the like the struggling businesses. 100%. Like, we, we went to Tig's Place Lagerman, yeah, but now we have to show people like the actual cookie or yeah. there's other stuff there. Yeah, you know? that, that
0: cookie, so that's a good. Cookie. <laughs> no, it's real. Like, we have to start doing that content, going out there. You know, and we're we're, we're talking about a lot, and now it's time to do the walk. Right, even at
1: Adamson Barbecue, like, there's yep. places like that that you know th- they they put themselves out there to for you know to get fined to get uh sent to prison so the least we can do now is going out there and like you know, showcasing the showcasing their food to other people because some people you know they don't know that the food's actually good too
0: and because people we all learn through our phones now like borrow sports they're good because they understand their market right they grew because people are on their phones they understand young millennials there's a lot of mom and pop shops who don't understand digital media Like they think newspapers or their TV. And the TV, you never hear any news talk about any small small pop shops. It's COVID, COVID, COVID. So, yeah, we have to get out there because we can help them because people don't know about these places. Like, you know, so many places that I've never heard of, like, because through word of mouth. But like if you can push and post that stuff, we can do more YouTube videos, you know, do food reviews of places that people of real food like they have real background, real culture. That's not your big food chains that Espe- everyone just wants to go to. And
1: especially before some of these places end up closing, mm-hmm. like we, you don't know what's going to happen Or, you know, we, we don't know, like if there's going to be lockdowns extended even further. So it's like now, like that inspired me to, you know, really like showcase some of these uh, struggling businesses that we talk about on here.
0: Yeah. And you know, God will, yeah, God will touch your heart and you'll know when it's a sign from God. That's like, okay, like this is the next step because we know coming new years, I think a lot of people, we don't, I don't like this new normal conversation. Like I don't want us to get used to being like doing nothing. Like getting used to the lockdowns, getting used to wearing a mask, exactly. getting used to being lazy, stagnant, stagnant, because it's like, man, when you, when you have God, it touches your life and you know what he's done for you. It's like, yo, I got to give back. Like, and I the government go there. wants
1: you to be stagnant. They yeah. want you to just, you know, stay home, yeah. wear a mask. So it's like no, like we you gotta turn the page and yeah. you gotta
0: keep keep it moving. Cause like it, it inspires me to hear stories. Like I didn't know about this Barstool story, so that I, that fires me up. You know, I know the story of that gym owner in New Jersey. I still follow him on Instagram. Of he literally has kept his gym open since the beginning. And he gets fifteen thousand dollar fines every single day. Crazy. Every single day, his he they took away his business license, so he figures out how to sell apparel and stuff. And all his mem- like members still show up, and like they he has a whole system. He has like a and there is no cases, so he's done there for eight months, no cases. So like him, he's leading, he's leading a generation of people being like, you know what, like just because your government's going to use fear tactics on you, you don't have to listen. You can figure it out, right? So I think even going into the new year. You know, us wanting to do that, provide new content, show these businesses that don't have that access, don't have that that attention, I think is something that yeah, God, God, you know, wants us to do. Right, we're in a place of privilege. It's like use that for something good.
1: Yeah, and you know, there was another uh, sports facility because you brought up uh, the New York, the New Jersey gym. Mm-hmm. So there's a sports facility that reached out to Dave and told Dave that. We, we're not allowed to have any members in here and we're not allowed to have anyone use like the basketball courts or anything, but we still have to pay $60,000 in taxes for for having a facility like mm-hmm. this. So they reached out to Dave and then Dave helped him. He's like, I got that. Like, I'm going to pay it for you guys wow. because he's like, it's ridiculous. Like, you're not allowed to have anybody use your facilities yet. The government still wants wants the, uh, to collect that 60000 from you, right, mm-hmm. for taxes. So that- imagine how many people are going through that.
0: I think it's a majority, like I, honestly, the majority, I don't see how, like, I don't see how many can stay open if maybe they have funds they've saved, but I don't see how unless people like us who want to go out there, like Dave Portnoy is a good, good, you know, like you said, snowball effect. You get one guy who has built something big to really give back to show like, man, you get one life, like everyone's trying to hoard their money. It's <laughs> like, there's tons of people who have the top 10%, 5% who have so much of their money, man and they think of just giving it to their children or whatever, putting it somewhere else, it's like, man, you you don't have no idea the impact you do for somebody when you just give them a chance. Right? Like, yeah, Dave Portnoy's not giving his money to this random lazy people, but like businesses who really strove for something, that's what bothers my mind, because people who build small businesses have taken the biggest risks, and they're getting fucked. But yet, people who've lived comfortably lazy their whole life, they've been good, because they have their job, their office job, they work at the bank, right? So it's just so disheartening to see those who actually hustle and... Go through those struggles to then be like, hey, yeah, you're you're done. And it's so, the
1: politicians who are, you know, enforcing these job. things,
0: and because they're comfortable. Yep, they've been work for they. That's why I always tell people like, th- there's two mindsets going on here, right? There's those who who don't understand why they people can't stay inside and they can't follow COVID rules. I'm like, bro, you're going to your job, like you don't have to think to do your job. There's a business made. You're good. This guy has to think about every single faction where's his food coming in when's the prep coming in who's got to pay taxes all this stuff landlord like
1: did you hear uh today rob ford uh one of his uh i guess one is he of, going on a diet <laughs> no i i think it's one of his, so one of his associates that are part of his team they uh like the news found out that he just left on vacation somewhere get out of your pants yeah so like it's going to be huge like this week it's going to be really rough for him you'll hear about it tomorrow you know, they could just, like, before I came out, I heard it on CP24, and now everyone's pissed because, like, the guy, I guess, like, his right-hand man left for vacation. So, imagine you went to, like, Florida or something Wait, during who? the pandemic. Rob Ford's right-hand man? or Yeah. yeah. Rob Ford. Like, a guy on his, uh, I guess, in his cabinet.
0: Oh, I heard about that. <laughs> yeah. This guy, like, he initiated a lockdown or something, and then he left.
1: Yeah, for vacation. So, now they're trying to find out where did this guy go.
0: And is that it? Was is that, is, that uh, is he allowed to leave? Like it's kind of weird. He be, said it, he said he already they, had the vacation
1: already planned uh, ahead. Oh, but, but but so did how many other millions of Canadians bro, who ended up having just, to take uh, credit back from the airlines. Yeah, it's not like vacations. Guys are losing their business. I know. You're
0: talking about your vacation. That's why he's like he had to take. It had to be done. <laughs> had to be done. As a politician, I really serve the people. How hypocritical is that? Yeah, we we know politicians don't serve the people. They serve their agendas. Like, I don't know how anyone who there might honestly there might be some good people who try to do honorable work in politics but we know politics is based on leveraging manipulation having things run your way you can make backside deals
1: you know even like the governor or the mayor of it's either the governor of california or the mayor of uh la during the pandemic when he shut down um when he shut down restaurants he went to like a fine, a fine dining five star restaurant. I saw the video he the dinner, that, dude. The guy and the guy <laughs>
0: he did a bit of an apology. I like, it, it, it. Politicians are the biggest fakes, the biggest actors. They remind me like, it's like I remember watching his video, of him talking. He was like, "I made a mistake. <laughs> I have to be accountable." It's like, bro, like you're everything to use a script they just read prompters and they're on TV like they don't do anything but he doesn't get fined or doesn't get you know, fined cuz he he runs it man you can't once you run it uh, that's why to me it's just we uh you know i i want to do those things to go to those small businesses who are getting screwed by politicians who've had their jobs this entire time and they'll continue to have their jobs right cuz they live in fear right cuz if they don't if they don't if they speak up or they go against for what's the you know what is the plan right now they lose their jobs too right so the fact that this guy and isn't flights, aren't flights kind of delayed right now too with this current lockdown in Canada? Yeah, like there's a lot less flights. Uh, what allows some people to fly and others not to? Uh, well, I think that
1: because they have to make sure there's enough space between people. Oh, so yeah, there's six feet distance available. The six feet distance are doing that now? <laughs> How stupid is that too? Like yeah. you get up and walk past someone, you know, like... You it's get to COVID. But also there's less flights to certain places because there's less people flying. So... You know like th- that's why people thought that flight prices were going to come down during COVID it's it didn't get any cheaper because there's less yeah. flights going and they know if you want to go somewhere you're going to have to pay regardless yeah. so that's a problem
0: the the um apparently there's a uh, I know I know guys have commented that you know we talk a lot about the the current pandemic and the lockdown but apparently there's a uh, um we'll talk about it shortly a new strain of COVID yeah. now, do you believe do you believe in this new this strain or do you think it's just propaganda cha- making it so they can just prolong this BS. I already think
1: that even if you look at the first strain, mm-hmm. it's debatable. Yeah. Like like I, I said from the start that co- if you have the flu and you go do a, a COVID test, yeah. what do you think you're going to test for? You see? And how many stories have you heard of people who have taken the test and they get mixed results?
0: Well, did you see they did a Coca-Cola test? They did, Yeah, uh, <laughs> I sent that to you. Yeah, they tested. They, te- either they, they, they test Coca-Cola test tested or, positive. Or did they drink the Coca-Cola and then do the test? No,
1: they put it. They put the test inside the Coca-Cola cup,
0: yeah. and it came positive. So, guys, Coca-Cola has COVID. <laughs> don't buy the stocks. Don't buy it. Stick to COVID Pepsi. Cola. Yeah, stick to Pepsi. No free ads. Um, so that's why, for me, I and I hear that there's a new strain in, in London, England. What does that even mean I'm now? I'm like, new strain? I'm like, I think if you... Because I come from a fitness and health background, so I, I already know what it's like to take care of the body and what is real. And most people... Uh, Are are very uneducated because uh, I think especially where we live, we're very privileged and we just kind of have our routines. And now it's like we realize that the freedom is not just given and. Now that the government's closed everything down, and scares people. Most people think, "Oh yeah, you know that's a scary virus, and I might die." Oh, let's stay in lockdown. But I know that this is you can die from many different ways. And the COVID strain is all propaganda, I believe. It's propaganda. They'll just call it COVID twenty, COVID twenty one, COVID twenty two, and because that this whole the whole vaccine, even what it's doing to people, like we have, we're seeing it on 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 videos, people fainting, their face drooping. It's like, why would you want? So for a virus that has 98% survival and then you're going to take a vaccine that you can't even sue the company that makes the vaccine if anything happens like why do you trust that right so I'm just i i try to discern people but no one educates himself it's like i take the time out of my day i get it right people get busy but now it's like if you have this lockdown coming up and you have the new year coming around to start to educate yourself
1: whether right now the government has like has the advantage because they know how many people just want to go back to normalcy and you know the people who were against vaccines a lot of them now will just take it because they're like they're sick of all, all the lockdowns they want to be able to travel they want uh, businesses to reopen. They just want you know clubs to reopen. So they ha- the government knows they have the advantage. And when all the va- when all the uh, the new vaccines come over to Canada, uh, specifically like Moderna and uh, Pfizer, you know that so many people are just going to be willing to take it.
0: To me, like, I think that they're signing a death sentence. <laughs> I really believe that f- like people who take the vaccine, I think yeah maybe a y- the first year you're going to be okay. But who
1: knows? Who knows, right? Like they they it hasn't been around long enough to know the long term health effects, so you don't know. And you know, it's uh, for a lot of people too. They uh some of them they have no they think they have no choice, because you know their employers will force it on the uh they like force them to take it, and we don't know people's situations. That's the side. So thing. what
0: gives you the what gives you the courage to know you're not going to take it? What, what, what really for the listeners listening, they say I they know. want to take it. There's no, there's listeners that definitely probably want to take it. They're like, I want to get back to my life, bro. Like I need to do my thing. Just give me the, give me the vaccine. I don't
1: want to tell people that want to take it, not to take it. Cause I don't think yeah. that's our place to yeah. be, to tell people what they should be doing with their bodies. You yeah. decide, but exactly. that's what I think it should be about. Mm-hmm. You can't be forcing people to, you know, to inject a vaccine that they don't want in them just so they could work at a place or, you know, travel or Mm -hmm. be able to go to the gym. Like that's insane to me. Right. Mm -hmm. But me personally, I like the reason why I'm not taking the vaccine is because I don't even take the flu shot. Mm -hmm. And if you ask me when was the last time I took the flu, I can't even tell you when. That's how long it's been. And I'm not not saying that I'm Superman or I'm better than anybody, but I I like to think that I take care of my of myself and my body like in a way where it's manageable where you know like it's manageable mm-hmm. where it's like I I don't think that a vaccine is going to protect me more than me eating healthy and exercising and working out like yep. you know we we all have that decision to make for ourselves and some people you know like I think they like to think of the vaccine as a easy way out and you know like and politicians um they force that ideology on people where the vaccine is a safe, it's a safe way to get back to normalcy. Even though we know that that's, that's the mentality they want to put on you for everything in life. Yes. Where it's like, don't, don't work on your immune system. Don't exercise. Don't work out. Don't eat. Right. Just take the vaccine. That's all you need.
0: Yeah. And the, and the, the thing there is it's staying in your comfort zone, constantly stay in your comfort zone. Let us take care of you. And, because if they cared about your health, gyms would be open. Yes, they don't care. I, I, I'll be honest. They don't care. They don't tell you what foods to be eating. What foods help you with if you have, um, you know. We saw that the medical doctors got taken away. Um, I, I will not take any vaccine from any company going forward because of their, now they're in data and now they're in technology and these five G towers. Like I think people, they, they, like they'll just call out conspiracy theory if you have a different opinion, right? Instead of having a conversation of why we disagree, they're like, oh, you're just a conspiracy theorist. I'm like, look at this past year. Tell me if someone said this to you in 2019, you'd believe them. (laughs) You wouldn't, right? So now for me, I I I keep my mind ears open. If people give me an idea or a thought, I I don't go, dude, that's conspiracy theory. Now I, I listen because like I'm seeing these these lockdowns that are unjustified, people killing themselves and all these businesses. So now I'm open to hear, right? And for me, it's like. We have a gym. I've been, you know, I've been pretty outspoken. You know, I think the thing that bothers me is the whole mask thing. And you know, culture nowadays is very sensitive. You, you, people are so willing now to tell everyone to put on a mask. Like everyone's a health expert. But people you love and care about, you can't tell them to stop eating like shit, go work out because that's fat shaming. So I find that very ironic now that we're okay with telling everyone, hey, oh, put your mask over your nose, put your mask on when we know for a fact that's not stopping any virus. But when it came to health nowadays, it's, there's too many contradictions that for me, even as a health expert, the government doesn't know health. I've said it before, they don't care. Um, I just want, I really want to tell people during this time, you have January coming around, New Year's resolution, you do want to do all these different kind of things. You can now just educate yourself, but take your time with it to know, okay, what is the betterment for myself and the people around me? Because you might think that this is a good quick fix and now I can get back to my life. But you don't know what life's gonna be like when you're if you're in a hospital bed for the next six months, for the next twelve twelve months. For Did you
1: hear? Uh, remember in the in the dressing room when Dom, who his girlfriend works in, uh, uh, was it Mount Sinai Hospital? Yeah, that's where she works, and she said that she saw someone get the vaccine and then her face started drooping, and that's like a, it's a common thing, it's not like just with this Bell vaccine. Palsy, but other ones Bell palsy, Bell palsy, or something it's, it's called.
0: Yeah it's a it's a side effect it's a neurological effect from taking the vaccine apparently it can be fixed over time but that still doesn't make sense to me so we've we've been over i guess close to a year of a virus being spread right and i haven't seen people i haven't seen people's faces drooping from this virus or people falling and dying right it's been a certain, certain the stats are out that certain amount of people they're compromised or older are getting it but now we're saying everyone you know we want to take away your lifestyle unless you we have to take this virus sorry, take this vaccine. And it's to me, it's time to stop living in the the normalcy and the comfort we've been given and privileged with and just start educating on what really matters, right? What really matters going into this next year, we talked about how we want to help other businesses now grow because we know that those businesses, those people took a stand on something, they want to grow something, they believe in themselves. And I want even because I know Canada is very liberal, very socialist type, we want to we want to help a neighbor. We're kind. Yeah, I'll put on a mask. No worries, man. Yeah, thank you. Sorry. All that kind of stuff. Where we're seeing now, like even with the Trudeau, you know, fantastic actor, not <laughs> not not really helping anyone, just making tons of money for himself, right? So it's time to really kind of step out of the of the normalcy and the comfort zones and kind of speak out on different things because if you don't, one day it's going to be, it's not going to just be a vaccine. It's going to be you're going to go to this camp until you take a vaccine. Right, because that's what and that's what's coming to. And people, we're we're great at uh, not saying anything until it happens. We're great at going conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory. No, you're conspiracy theory. That's crazy. When you look at this whole year, look at this whole year. If you wrote that down and told someone a year before, they would not believe you either. So for me, it's like, yo, you're going to prepare to do things in your life, prepare to help people, to understand, even look at the history of the world, look at different governments and powers in different countries and how they operated. I think
1: it's only going to get worse in general in terms of our freedoms and our rights. Everything just gets slowly taken away, right? Like it's nothing surprising now. So if, if the government knows that, oh, we can lock down all of these things and take away people's livelihoods and it's still okay. Like no one's, no one's rioting. Only like we only saw Adamson Barbecue is the only guy in all of Ontario to actually take a stand and want to open his restaurant. So one guy out of the what hundreds of thousands of businesses like that's an amazing percentage for us. So the more that they that they can, you know, take away things that we take for granted every day and nothing happens, they're going to continue to do, uh, you know to flex their muscles. That's what the government does.
0: And when we take things for granted too, we we allow the government to abuse us, right? So now it's like the last eight to to 12 months, however the lockdown's been, we've accepted the government's rule, right? And then we're like, yeah, we just gave them, like we gave them our lives. And it's like, we need to redefine what we call freedom, right? There's a story of a guy who was a serial killer and he was sent to jail. And this jail is the worst jail in the States. Like uh, one of the... uh, a pastor would go and you'd see blood on the walls, blood on the floors, there was this, it was a gong show. And the guy who ran the, the, um, the jail brought Bibles and started giving Bibles to everyone and started to see the next year, it became the most safest place in all prisons in the United States, but it was the worst before. And he, when the pastor went to interview one of the guys who had tons of joy, his life was in prison, sentenced, he asked what he did, He like, you don't wanna know what I did, but I, I am more free now in my life than my family who i know is living in the states right now out of prison because we have a we have a misconception of what we think freedom is when we look at today's time look at the way we're living right now we're not free like we have to be wearing these masks we have to do check-ins we have to we have to do checks if we go travel somewhere we have to go sit in a place for two weeks give your name when you sit give in a your restaurant. name sign in give your name ha- check the emails like we're not, we're, we're get, freedom is very mis, uh, misinterpreted. And I think even during this time, people need to, like I say, over and over and over again, like education doesn't just come when you go to school. Like you can learn things, you can learn new things. If you can't, if you can't go to your gym, like for me, I couldn't go to my gym workouts, couldn't do my normal routine. Right. And I was stressing about it. I was anxious. Government had me, I was pissed, but I took the time to think. you know what, let me educate myself on stuff that I wouldn't have the time to do because I was so in my routine and I learned that we we take for granted so many things and we just give, we give the freedoms away that people have died for in past wars, right? They're, like you look at different government leaders in different countries, how they abuse people, they put people in camps, whether that be for their faith background, whatever. We have to be able to use our voice and speak up whether or not it's going to offend people because, yeah, like you said, like there's going to be something else. There's going to be the next thing. There's going to be, if people don't speak up now, it's going to be harder because we see now police officers, they have a job to do. And they're just arresting people because they're told, because they work for their government. Do you think these police officers actually believe what they're doing? A lot of them probably not. Like you got a kid who's playing hockey in a hockey rink and he's getting arrested for skating outside.
1: (laughs) And hockey is supposed to be essential in Canada. Dude, it doesn't matter what it is. You're outside.
0: (laughs) You're outside. He's getting exercise and now he's getting arrested. For breaking what? What rules is he is he breaking? Even, what uh, the what kids, virus?
1: The kids that were tobogganing, uh, during Christmas, they had bylaw officers come and separate them because they were too close to their friends. That's the world we're living in today. Right. You know, and be, and like it's just sad to see people who are okay with it and who are defending governments in the comments of you know whatever pages post these type of things instead of and then again like your know, comments only do so much but. Mm-hmm. It's it's your perception and it's your opinion that counts because if you're constantly being one of those people who are defending the government by saying we all need to take this serious and be safe and more lockdowns like there's people who like the lockdowns who so think that it should be they preach you know, bro it should it's be like extended. the religion yeah it's like the religion it, that's scary to mm-hmm. me because these are the people who you know they uh they instill more fear into people who may be on the fence mm-hmm, and the exactly. people on the fence are the ones who are very
0: vulnerable yes and like God touched something on my heart he's like. Alex the devil's working overtime here he's like you know the truth and you're being silent you're not doing any service for me you're actually being a coward for me honestly if when I don't speak up when I believe in I feel like I'm a coward I'm afraid of being judged or being hated on we're like no I have to say this now while I still can and um even for me when I was working at the school and there was kids with masks on and I would tell the kids because I worked at the school hey like put your mask on and like God hit me he's like bro you don't even believe in this but you I was so ingrained at working at a place. My biggest thing was if I'm told something to do at a job, I like to follow the rules. That's very Canadian. You know, you're told to, told to roll, you're a third-line grinder, do your job. But I'm like, you know what? These kids, I'm like, you don't got to wear your mask, bro. You know, and I think more people should be like that because, you know, the greatest scheme that this whole thing is done, separating people, you have people hating each other or tr- getting triggered when someone doesn't have a mask on. It's like you have to understand that people have different beliefs. If that person is not wearing a mask, it's not affecting you. It's not ruining your life. It's it's, it's almost, I believe, I call it undercover hating because we used, to, we used to hate people for their skin color. We used to hate people for their religion of practice. We used to hate people for their um, sexual identity, if you know, whatever it is. And now the government's so smart that they made this virus where they can now set people apart based on their health. Because if we can scare people about dying, you can you'll create a serious divide people who are afraid to die and people who understand that they're given freedoms and want liberty right so for me if you guys don't want to wear a mask don't wear a mask right and see and you it'll be difficult you're gonna get people are gonna go nuts you're gonna get Karens all over the place <laughs> you're gonna get Karens you get people full, pulling out a camera but your health matters and if you stand up like Aaron said there's people on the fence they're like they don't know which way to sway and we know that the people who want lockdowns are louder right now we know they're louder and we know they're a lot of times they're lazy. They're lazy people. They're, you know, they have their comfort government jobs. They probably work for the government somewhere <laughs> or they're getting baby mama checks, right? They're getting their government checks from them, you know, whatever, right? Or they're getting the SERB bottles. So for me, it's like, I'd rather, you know, to die in the sword and speak out for things that I think is erogenous because the facts are out there that also there's more damage being done from the lockdowns that have nothing to do with the virus. And a lot of the people I I think that who are in favor of
1: lockdowns, they don't have social lives anyways. Yes. So they, like they don't play on teams. They don't they don't go out. They just stay in the whole in at home all day and just comment on SixBuzz. Yep. or They're just in the comment section nonstop. Yep. And the government loves those type of people because those are their strongest advocates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know they're, they're, it's we'll they're... see like when when 2021 starts right, and they we'll see where they take the vaccine like. If they make it mandatory at what levels? We know at some, you know, we know some places will make it mandatory, but yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see where it well, becomes well, mandatory. Well, Frank
0: told me his friend's, uh, uh, his friend's girlfriend was a nurse, or a security. I think it's a nurse somewhere, but they said she didn't have to take it, so they didn't force her. So that's a good sign that someone that works at a hospital. That's shocking. Yeah. So that in, is that so, in the states though? I think. It, I think. Or it, here? I think it was Canada.
1: Yeah, because Canada, like one of the, I think the health minister, uh. I think he said that one of the places where they're going to make it mandatory first is in the hospitals and for, then for they the said, nurses and the doctors. Yeah, and then he's had he like schools after. And then he's like uh they're going to be talking about travel restrictions.
0: So, what, what what do you think if do you think there are doctors who don't believe in this and they can they can say I'm just not going to take it or do you think they do you think they'll lose their jobs? Or
1: or I think that some of the doctors they'll just get one of their buddies To say that, you know, yeah, he took it because they can look out for each other. If you're a doctor and you have another doctor who, you know, can write, can uh, fill out the form for you by saying he he was a witness to you getting your vaccine, then you're good. So. So it's like it's the same thing. Like if you there's going to be soul, there's going to be a a soup, like a big black market market, too. For, for those cards. So if anyone has hookups, like DM us. You know DM me. <laughs> yeah, DM me. Let me know. You're I in. want those hookups. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, we need that. Also, too, if you guys are unaware that some there are different companies making different vaccines. So Pfizer, Moderna were the first. But there are other companies that are actually taking their time to get the better vaccine out there. But if you say you're being forest-based in your job, um, mm-hmm. you can say you have an anaphylaxis allergy. So if you have an allergy, you don't have to take it because so you're allergic to fish, whatever say that to your doctor. Don't just say, I ain't taking it because these are my rights. Just give them like, yo, I have these allergies, I have anaphylactis. I can't take it. I might die. And also, you can also deny the MR- mRNA one that carries that gene. <laughs> so there's the Pfizer, Moderna, I believe have that mRNA gene in it. Even Elon Musk talks about uh, mRNA, how that can, you to understand the human genome and DNA, we can change human beings. Like we can change the way they function, change the way they think. So like I said, ask yourself why they have DNA in a vaccine that's supposed to be for a COVID, COVID virus, right? So if you guys have to or are forced to take it coming in the new year, who knows what's going to twenty twenty one is going to be like? That's some things you can do. Allergies, and then say you're you're not safe for the mRNA. Um, for those who have been uh, listening to us throughout this year, we're very thankful, very grateful for you guys who stuck around. Um, what do you think, Aaron? You want for the new year? What is something you'd – because, you know, we, we, we want to take on a lot of things. We want to do a bunch of different things, New Year's resolution. It's like I got to do all these things. You know, I I gained so much weight from not going to the gym or, you know, I didn't – I realized that I should start growing my own business because, you know, I lost mine or whatever it is. What is something that – you? because you always say people like to do too many things at once.
1: Well, that's the thing. When, it, when New Year's comes around, we always see people who they think they're going to – just change everything, become a totally new person mm-hmm. and never, never pans out like that because you know, like a day is not going to change who you are, but because the clock changed, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's unrealistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like we always said from the start, like have us have like a small list, one or two things that mm-hmm. you want to work on. Because I think that we, we try to take on too many things and then we end up just giving up because it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So like, you know me me personally i don't know exactly what i like what i want to work on or what i want to change mm-hmm. but like a short term goal is like what I, what i said earlier yep. is you know we got to get out there mm-hmm. while this is going on to you know share some like we don't it's not like we got to say oh we're going to start a fund today everyone donate it's like no like we we do what we can yep. and the what we can do is go to these places and showcase some of their food for mm-hmm. people right yeah, like straight we we have that ability like we have followers we have mm-hmm. you know money to be able to you know buy buy food there and showcase them mm-hmm. because that's what they need yeah right, like, like they they need to be able to survive right now and you know it's like, like things like that where i think that everyone in their own life has things that they're capable of changing real like realistically mm-hmm. not saying that i don't think anyone should be should like completely 180 and think that oh january 1st comes I'm going to be this type of person now, Mm -hmm. or I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, like overnight I'm going to be successful. Like you, it doesn't, doesn't happen like that. Yeah. So like the small changes that you, that you want to, you know, accomplish, they need to be realistic.
0: Mm -hmm. And you need to be extremely patient with it. So like one thing, I think a lot of people, like I told you earlier, they think of the final goal like what their life is going to be like. They'll be happy when they, re- when they receive it. But we know many people that have given 10, 20 years of their life to this final goal, and they feel empty. Mm-hmm. So being able to change one or two things, that's something that you can achieve daily. Like we said, the daily, like for me, obviously, this podcast for us, my faith 10x because I decided to do a podcast about culture to Christ. And then there are the side benefits, right? Like it's about the small things. You know, okay, we do a podcast once a week. I prepare. It's not drastic. It wasn't like we're gonna do this. And it's gonna be all this, this. It's like, yo, do the podcast once a week, and then you work on that slowly. And then because a lot of times too, we 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 don't think about God's will for us. It's my will. Alex's will. Aaron's will. I'm gonna do everything. I'm gonna figure it all out every single day. I'm gonna have everything organized and analyzed. It's like. Focus on what God wants for you to do. Do one thing a day, daily small steps, and then God will also be doing things. Because it's like for me, it's like if I'm constantly like, okay, January first, or you know, people are like, I gotta lose weight, gotta get jacked, gotta get ripped, right? <laughs> or it's like, yo, I'm gonna make a million dollars this year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, whatever. I'm gonna pick up 400 chicks. It's like these these vanity goals that has nothing to do with God, right? It's like if you're able to like s- put away all the noise, like get in your room and be like, okay, what can I really accomplish daily? really like daily that I can slowly just add to slowly add to and be very patient with it and, and take away the noise, like take away the opinions from others. Like do not listen. Like I think a lot of us do we, we love to hear the opinions of whoever's on TV or social media and we don't listen to God. Right. We don't listen. It's just like, no, but like this guy 10 X his business this time. This guy is doing this. This guy is doing that. It's like, bro, there's something specific for you. Right. Very specific. And in a, you will. And I always say like, how will I know? or how do i know that this is for me or it's like you're gonna have peace you're gonna have contentment right you're gonna be you're gonna feel the like i said if you're doing it with god and for god's will you're going to feel the presence that you can't buy because even if you are successful you reach that point you're going to want to buy that peace you can't afford right you're going to want to buy that those good quality friendships that you built with it because god will also put the right people in your place and you know, that's why i sent you that message for christmas like realizing you know this year is coming to an end you know we've been able to put out you know 23 episodes this is gonna be the new year 23 episodes and we've been patient with it right we've seen the people um that are listening that are you know they're trying to listen to something different in this world right and you
1: you like in anything you got to learn how to crawl before mm-hmm. you can run yeah and like that's why i like i'm glad with with culture to christ how we take our time with it mm-hmm. and we didn't all of a sudden think like oh we, we should be doing, you know, two episodes a week right away, mm-hmm. you know, and try to, like, do all these crazy things. Like, we just we just focused on, you know, once a week, get focused on the content and the messages we're trying to put out there. And we've seen people reach out to us, you know, all the yeah. time of, like, it's it's hitting home for them. And it's, like, something that they look forward to. Amen. So, yeah, like, it's every – and when you're in your own lane – You know, like success is what you make it. It's success is what, like, it's how you define it. Exactly. So like every, every episode, like we say, if one person like really, really feels the message or can even take the time out of their day to reach out to us and tell us like, you know, you're, you're putting out that type of energy that I need, right. Or you're, you're talking about things that I'm not hearing from other people or you guys are helping me with my faith then it's a win.
0: Amen. So and we always say that one person matters cuz you, you even you said today, the Dave Portnoy guy. That's one dude. And look at look at the impact he can do because he stayed in his own lane
1: and he actually followed through with it. Yep. With, with like a lot of people talk about, yeah, like yes. I'll, I'll give money or you know, like I'll donate, but they don't actually follow through with it. He actually is calling these people telling them like by tomorrow this money is going to be in your account. You know, like that's it's, honorable, man. It's it's, crazy. A t- it's integrity. He doesn't, and he doesn't have to be doing that. No. This guy has enough money to just chill for the rest of his life, but he still goes out and he's still doing pizza reviews. Like, wh- I'm going to start at, watching at, this. Like,
0: <laughs> I love pizza and I'm gonna, I'm going to start watching these. Like,
1: who else would actually care about going to these places to, you know, give them some shine? Nobody. Like, when you're at that level, you're just like, yo, I don't care. I don't like, care. I'm done I got, with it. I got other things to do. And he every day he's still out there. Yeah. So it, it's so it's take, like that. It
0: inspired me to tell you that we got to get out there too. Well, guess what? When you tell me something, what do I do? <laughs> I do it. Um, so take away from that, guys, is you gotta your word means something, right? So when you you, I think a lot of times too, we're we're so good at just saying stuff. Like you said, start taking care of the words you speak. You know what you put out there is people are all gonna people hold you accountable. Like when you say stuff now, like people aren't gonna respect you if you're the, if you're one just running your mouth and you never do anything. Right, you're good at really saying motivational taglines, <laughs> and you're not helping anybody. Right, you're always in tryouts and proxies, season, but you never get in the game. <laughs> yeah. right. So be consistent. Right, be consistent with the small daily things. You gotta know that it takes patience, and patience means years and years. Don't think of like I gotta do it in a week. Gotta get it done in a month.
1: But for all you know, it might happen quicker too. Like you, there's you no, trust. we don't know. Yeah, like we don't yeah. know the timing for any of our endeavors, relationships. Yeah you know uh new businesses anything mm-hmm. like we don't know because we're not god
0: exactly but you have
1: to get things in motion mm-hmm. you stay you stay faithful to him you stay you know you you pray you keep him in that conversation and when it, when it's his timing it's going to happen for you amen and if it doesn't happen if it doesn't happen overnight or it doesn't happen when you want that's when you know that you know there's two things that you can take away from that when things aren't happening it's either it's not meant for you or you got to you got to keep keep your head down and still work at it cuz like what you said before this people give up too fast. Yeah. You know they they don't see the the results right away so they think, you know, like I'm not meant for this. 100%. Not, it it doesn't happen like that. Like everyone has a different path.
0: So I want to leave you guys with some quotes before we go to the verse of the day. Thank you guys so much for listening. These are some quotes for me because sometimes it takes one quote, one line some words to hear that kind of switch your mindset and I want you guys to kind of take some things from you going into the new year with a different mindset. So some of the things that helped me in the time of the pandemic, the lockdown to help me, if I have to adjust, you're not the victim of your circumstances. Um, So change from being a victim of your circumstances to a product of your choices. So right now you can look at the lockdown, look at the pandemic, look at everything around you, look at your circumstances and become woe is me. Become all oh, I can't do this, oh this government's doing that. Don't become a victim of your circumstances. Become a product of the choices that you make daily. There's always a choice that you can make. Um, and yeah, I think that that's good for now. We'll go into the verse of the day.
1: This is Matthew chapter seven, verses one to six. He goes, Christians should judge with mercy and without hypocrisy. Short and concise. That's it. Amen. And that's a that's a good way to start off the year. You know, like there's going to be times where we all slip up, right? We all. And you know, like especially with when it comes to resolutions, I find that when you when like when you're going through a resolution by just yourself, it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of stress mm-hmm. that you're putting on yourself. So, I think that you go through that resolution with prayer, you know, mm-hmm. with that constant conversation with God, like you know, keep giving me that strength. And what you said about tell the devil to, you know, to be gone. Yeah. You, sometimes you have to say that because like when you speak it into, into reality, it becomes like a part of like what's actually going on in front of you. Yes. So sometimes you got to put that energy out there and we know we shouldn't be judging other people just because we think at this time we're doing better than them or, you know, we're not struggling with the same things that that person is struggling with. Amen. So like, that that that's a that's a very good verse uh, to start the year off with, and you know to remember that hypocrisy exists like with all of us too. Yes. Even in the in the subconscious, like sometimes myself, I catch myself that you know, like I'm being a hypocrite, even though I might not be doing the same thing as someone else, the thought. Or like even that, that I did that same thing in the past, that's being a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. Because just because you're past doing like an addiction or you're past living a certain way and you see someone else doing it now, I shouldn't have the right to look down at that person because I was there at one time as well. Exactly. So, you know, like just because your circumstance changes today, that doesn't give you the right to look down at someone or try to be like that person's a loser, or, you know, like that guy's whack. Exactly. Because we, we were all there at one point
0: yeah and i think a lot of people going into the new year You're right a lot of people going into the new year now it's you know you could be living a bit with some judgment and some hate in your heart and it's time to let let that go to god you know and you got to ask god for forgiveness you know i think it's the biggest thing too is we have a hard time with love because we don't we can't forgive ourselves we can't forgive others who are close to us at a time so that might be a friend an ex-girlfriend an ex-wife an ex-husband you got to pray for them and ask for forgiveness because it's about you at the end of the day too in your life and God forgave you. God forgave Aaron and I. So God bless.
1: And open the goddamn rinks. There we go. Play (laughs) some hockey. (laughs) Good episode today.